Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time, the podcast of the football team supported by this nation's Prime Minister, but only mistakenly. <laughs> uh, a slip of the tongue changed his entire football allegiance. Uh, well, he said he wants everyone, everyone to support us. That'll do for me. That's right, yeah. I hope that, uh, I hope that UKIP doesn't split the West Ham vote. Uh, <laughs> because a lot, of, a lot of people from Essex do support West Ham. And, uh, and uh, yeah. going east towards uh, East Anglia, which yes. must be UKIP country, surely. Yes, and North Kent. North Kent, quite, yes, quite right, UK constituents. Well, Mr. Reckless. Yeah, Mr. Reckless. Yeah. We did a, when Jim and I were youngsters in the sixth form, we uh, did a theatre and education tour of uh, sort of Norfolk, didn't we? And in, yeah, Norfolk. And yeah. in Norwich, yeah. Yeah. We, there we went into that Norwich. pub. Uh, we were yeah. probably only about 17 or something. Well, 16, was 16, 17. The Bell. Right? Uh, the Bell, bell in, in Norwich, uh, which. Yeah had a kind of list of uh, events in its upstairs room, one of which was a <laughs> National Front <laughs> meeting, but openly, openly described on a kind of poster on a wall. Yes. Uh, Tuesday night, National yeah. Front meeting. Yeah. Wednesday night, Actually, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Sorry, I was just, just, thinking about that. just thinking of you two in a theatre thing. I know. Well, yeah. I, oh, Jim and I are huge lovers of the performing arts. Let's let's introduce everyone. Uh, we all know each other. We don't have to introduce each other to each other. No. But uh, with me this evening, uh, as usual, Jim Grant. Good evening. Here, good uh, evening. Good evening. And our very good friend, uh, regular favourite guest of this podcast. He is one of the head honchos of the first electric stop on your tour of finding out more about West Ham United Football Club. Of course, Knees Up Mother Brown, the website. He is Gordon Thrower. Good evening. Hi, Gordon. Hi. Everything all right? Um, just about. Bad yeah. back. Bad back, bad yes. back. Um, yep, bad Are back. these deeply uncomfortable chairs? Must <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yes, it's not going to help. Yeah. Is it? We're sitting on a, a red cube. Yeah, red cube. Oh, yeah. We're sitting on red cubes, I essentially. Think, yeah. I think beer, painkillers, a microphone. What could possibly go wrong this evening for me? <laughs> beer, painkillers, and angry shouting. Uh, <laughs> indeed. Uh, we're going to uh, deal with uh, the, the thrilling, the thrilling events well, of the last couple of I was going to say, West Ham's football is a kind of anaesthetic at the moment. <laughs> we uh, last spoke to you before the two games, which we will subsequently discuss, the Manchester City uh, effort, mm, uh, yeah. or non-effort, yeah. and uh, the QPR game that, Jim, you and I went to on Saturday. Yes, we? we did. We, we did. went to Leicester a couple of weeks ago, and we well, went yeah, to we QPR. Did. We yeah. did, yeah. We, we did. had a good little run of away We games. are having yeah. a good little yeah. run. Yeah. yeah, I think I might yeah. even go to Newcastle. Well, I'm thinking of going to Newcastle. Mm. I'm I can't get to Villa, I'm working, but Newcastle might, yeah, I might Definitely going to Newcastle. Gordon's going, Gordon's going. Why don't you come too? Yes. Come too, come, come and join us up in Newcastle. We'll meet you by the Angel of the North. We make this pledge that we will meet you at the Angel of the North 
Yeah. Midnight, midnight between the Saturday and the Sunday yeah. on which the game goes. Yeah. Oh, Gordon, you're back a bit of be you, Your back won't cope very well with that climb up the mighty climb up the stairs um, to the um, uh, away end. I've perfected a little trick it's to like deal with that. Um, uh, I realise that um, <laughs> have you got a Sherpa to, to get to, to get to base camp up there? There is a lift. And all you have to do is limp a little bit and they let you in. Ah, <laughs> nice. And I, I did that one year where I'd, I'd not long been off crutches and I was genuinely limping. And having discovered that particular trick, every year I've been up there since. <laughs> you, you've feigned I, 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 an injury. I, 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 affect, I affect a limp. And um, uh, in fact, the last time I didn't even bother, I just said, oh, let us in. <laughs> I said, yeah, mate, no worries. Yeah. Excellent. I won't do the accent, as I say. But, um, no, but even when you get there, um, you get to the sort of base camp and all that, it's still ludicrously high. And yeah. um, uh, I know there isn't a row Z, because I once had a seat in row Y. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, right at the back. Oh, right. And okay. um, it was pointed out to me, you know, Somebody looked out and they said, oh, on a clear day, you can see the coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Norway's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long way up there. The it only is. game of football match that I've seen abroad was at the Neukamp, and we were in the very, very oh, back row yeah. right at the top. And that's an incredibly it's steep it, stadium. It's quite, well, quite a really. sight from up there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, there, there are seats at, at Newcastle's ground that are sort of lower than the Hubble Space Telescope, I think. Mm. It's, it's you take that, yeah. Uh, it's a long way up there. <laughs> The only cans you can take up are oxygen cans. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I took a flag up and planted it last time. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did um, did it stood with stood in a heroic pose? Yeah. Did with it, goggles. Did a Scandinavian football fan get there before you? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So why um, are we to Newcastle? Because it's there. Right? <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's there. Right. Well, there's no other bloody. <laughs> so we're going to uh, we're, we're going to talk about the Manchester City game, uh, probably not in all that much detail, and and the QPR game. Uh, they're both sort of indicative of a, a general trend that's happening, which I'm sure we will discuss. But before we get into those two games, uh, I just want to um, uh, pass on an appeal. Um, this is a little serious. It's an appeal for information on behalf of the parents of a young lad who, who disappeared on Saturday during or, or just before the QPR game at Loftus Road. Um, Nick and Linda Jarvis are desperate for any information on the whereabouts of their son, Matthew, who was last seen at around three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. By way of establishing a timeline, uh, one or two witnesses, Carl Henry, Richard Dunn, remember shaking hands with someone fitting Matthew's description <laughs> at around five to three on Saturday. But then things become very sketchy. Aaron Cresswell, who says that he sometimes sees Matthew hanging around near where he works, <laughs> last saw the lad running away from some, something which might have frightened him, possibly a football. Matthew was last seen wearing a replica football shirt identical to those worn by footballers with the number seven on in tribute to his favourite film, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and with his name on the back just in case he got lost. Ironically, this seems to have failed. Matthew likes Mumford and Sons and the Harry Potter books. His parents believe he may have disappeared, believing he has a cloak that makes him invisible to other midfielders. Plans were in place to stage a reconstruction of the disappearance to see if it jogs anyone's memories. The part of Matthew was to have been played by Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> but tragically, Ian and Nancy Wright are desperate for any information on the whereabouts of their son, Sean, who was last seen at Loftus Road around 2013. Ah. Um, if you've got any information yes. on Matt's whereabouts, help, help please out. help us out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can contact us. Jim, Jim, you've got the contact oh, details. Yes, have yes, if you've yes, got any information on yes, where Matt is, yes. his parents are desperately yes, worried. It's, it's westhampodcast.com. Westhampodcast.com. Uh, and in fact, you can download our free and updated iPhone app at the iTunes store or follow the links at westhampodcast.com. Please leave us a review too, and you can get all our links for apps, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes at westhampodcast.com. 
And please, Matt, if you are out there... And get in you, touch. And like, get in touch with get someone. Get in touch. We're not that angry. We're not angry we're with you, Matt. We're a bit pissed yes. off, yeah. but we're not, we're not we're so not angry. angry that we're going to hurt no. you. No, please... Uh, actually, I am angry, but... Please, no, we won't go into that. Please make contact, yeah, Matt. Just, just we, get we, in touch. We'd just love to hear from you or see you yeah. do something. Contact a steward. Yes, yes, <laughs> could you? Could you? Just, just one of the people in the orange coat. You, you don't have to turn up again. Just let everyone know you're well. Yes, yes. We yeah, just yeah, want yeah, to know you're well and, and who you're playing for next season. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. So, <clears throat> the last couple of games, um, you know, there is a Facebook page that goes with this podcast, as we're all aware, and... and uh, a lot of the kind of uh, anger at the sort of tailing off of this season has, I think, dispelled. There was very little on it after the QPR game and not much after the City game. I think we're all slightly, uh, Jim, you used the word anaesthetised, uh, yes. to what's <clears throat> happening really around the club. Yes, uh, yes, it, it all feels, you know, as though we're just, you know, pottering along you know wending our way rather aimlessly to a nothing nothing end to the season and increasingly one senses um you know the non-renewal of Allardyce's contract like, well he is very, certainly very not hard to think of it you know now really well he is now not doing anything to remedy that at all is no. he i mean i i i let, let's let's hear, uh, Gordon. Is a, uh, what's the mood been on KUMB lately? Because uh, um, the forum there is often quite uh, yeah. feisty. Feisty is the word. Definitely yeah. feisty is definitely the what's word. What's the mood been use. lately? Um, I can't remember anything polarizing opinion as much as um, uh, Mr. Allardyce. I mean, it's it's been that way really since he was appointed. And mm-hmm. um, the thing that makes it awkward really is that um, it, it, you say feisty. It gets annoying in a way because. Um, people end up attacking each other yes. um, verbally, not literally, obviously, because um, you can't do that on the internet. Or can no. you? Um, but and, and, and people just forget what the argument's all about, and just it, gets, it, it does descend into name calling, which is yes, um, yes. Um, it's a sort of pain in the neck for anybody who's involved in a website, I suppose. Um, but yeah, you know, there's obviously people have had arguments over the years and all that, but I really can't remember anything, um, any, any argument that's been as, as, as we, we, we had a chat earlier on, and Jim used the wonderful word binary. Is this? Yes. It is, it, well, I think it is. You but know, it's I think not that, just. I think that's it. But it's not just even <clears> the sort of the, the, the personal insults directed against each other. Mm. What's happened in kind of Sam's reign is quite often a Sam versus players sort of argument, which has happened now with. Uh, you know, Zerati was a good example. Yeah. Uh, kind of Ravel, you know, Ravel, Vaste, Cole. Um, there's a little bit with with Nene. You know, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you get the argument. Well, if Zerati was really all that good, why isn't he playing at uh, QPR? But then that argument isn't consistent because <laughs> if that's the argument, why isn't Nene playing based on yeah. what he did at PSG, which is score a huge amount I of mean, goals for one of the best teams in Europe? The, the, uh, the, the, the story goes that, um, that uh, Zerati certainly claimed that Allardyce wasn't picking him because um, he was a Sullivan signing. Mm-hmm. Um, Zerati's gone into print on that. Um, so... Yeah, Allardyce's response was, no, the reason I'm not picking him was he's not good enough. Um, yeah, he pays your money, he takes your choice mm-hmm. as to which opinion. But the um, there were rumours uh, a couple of months ago of a, a bust-up between Sullivan and Allardyce. Uh, again, um, over a signing. Again, this was Nene. Right. Um, now... Nene's got what I don't know how many minutes of pitch time, but it's not an awful lot. He's, no, he's been sent on with about ten minutes to go and told to go and rescue that if you can, and, and nearly hit the post against. Oh, he did hit the post. Yes, and looked all right. Yeah, yeah there, there was enough in there to say, well, yeah. he's certainly got something. But um, I think that he's been on a, about what once or twice. I mean, I, very somebody, few times. Somebody will have the stats, but I mean, he didn't get on the weekend. No, um, no. Well, I'd uh, like to talk about that. Yeah, in a minute, and but, so. think, I don't think he's gone at Man City. Somebody no. will correct me if I'm uh, wrong. No, I don't recall no, him getting on. So. No, he's been mm-hmm. phased out. And yeah. Um, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's sitting there, and it's like, well, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you hear these rumours of, of bust ups, and obviously, they are, as far as I'm concerned, they are just rumours. Um, They've got different sources, and um, and part of the binary uh, nature of the argument is that people are people are 
presenting an argument sort of in defense of mm. Sam yeah. in a kind of uh, a gallant you know, medieval knight-like <laughs> defence of Sam as if he was a maiden in distress, distress, saying, you know, <laughs> oh, well, you know, if Serati's that great, why isn't he pulling trees up at QPR and stuff? And you know, well, my, my response to that is not what he's done before, what he's doing. But we saw him on the pitch yeah. running around playing football I've been watching football for, you know, 30, 40 years. It, uh, he looked like a good footballer running around the pitch. That's, you know, that's, that's empirical with my own yeah. eyes. I don't, using an, an argument about what he's not doing at QPR versus, you know, what I've seen him do on a pitch. Okay, maybe that is you pay, pays you money, you take your choice. But we've seen him. Yeah. It's not an argument, a kind of a virtual statistical-based argument about how much he's getting on at QPR. We saw him, and he looks like exactly the sort of player that, that if you bought him on, even for 10 minutes, if he is this massive tub of lard, which again, Sam's yeah. sort of defenders are saying he is, which clearly we saw him and he wasn't, uh, just play him for 15 minutes, just play him for 10 minutes. Sam would just rather not play him at all and actually give him to another club. Yeah. And same with Nene seen, now, he just yeah. doesn't play him anymore. Yeah. I mean, when I've seen Zerati, I mean, you know, he's one of those players who can um, delight and infuriate. He's one of those players who quite often we'll have a shot when there's somebody screaming for a ball. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then, they, then they'll try and feed somebody when you think, no, shoot, and yeah, there's that going on. But, you know, there, there was enough there to say that, you know, there's a lot about it. I mean, the goal he got at Palace, I mean... Yeah, know, one of those shots was. I mean, I think that did hit a, that did hit someone on the way through. Did but it, it was well, a, I mean, the fact that he snatch, took it on. Yeah. It was a snapshot from outside the box. Yeah. And he scored a long ranger in the pre-season, yeah. didn't he? And, yeah, the fact that he actually <clears> took that, <throat> that shot on. Yeah. Um, you know, you, it's not the sort of shot you take on unless you've got something to take in the no, first place. The, the problem it? is, and this is why I think I'll talk, I'll talk about, you know, I don't think it's been a very nuanced debate on the whole, is that, is that um, it, it's, it's perfectly reasonable to, to, to say well, there's, no, there's no space for him in the team. If the team is winning games, is fourth at Christmas and is scoring two goals a game, then, you know, it's difficult to accommodate, to accommodate players. Um, the, the issue was the sending him on loan and not finding a way of keeping him involved. Mm. Um, because since, you know, we've been on this kind of, you know, tor torpid run of uh, form, you know, we've been desperately needing something to shake it up and change it and, and, you know, and, and bring some kind of variety to the way we play. If I mean, you know, we've got too many players who are either out of form or have basically kind of hung their boots up for the season because they don't they they no longer feel their their position in the team is under threat so the whole sense of <coughs> competition for places has gone sort of out of the window and there was that extraordinary sort of comment he came out with in the um uh in the, i think it was his standard article where he was sort of saying well now's not the time to play young players mm. because you know we're on un we're under pressure and he said well no this is exactly the time when we're not really under yeah. pressure. if there's you know that if we're not we're not we're in no danger of going down Europe's gone, apart from through the Fair Play League. Um, we're only kind of playing for position and a bit of money. Um, uh, and we're not winning. No, um, we're, we're not doing losing. very well. We're currently so losing our game. that is yeah. exactly the posi position in which you sort of say, well, let's see what, what Poyet can do. Let's, let's give Amalfitano a run in the side. You know, it, they can't be doing any worse than, than the others. Yeah. Well, and that has frustrated me because in many ways I have, over the course of... Um, Allardyce's tenure, as, as, as you know, I, you know, I think I've I, I've recognised a lot of the virtues that he has brought to his club, but he's now no longer doing even, you know, the Allardyce things you expect him to do, making you difficult to beat. Well, we're not that difficult to beat anymore, no. you know. I, I think um, the Manchester City game um, sums it up, summed it up for me because. Um, yeah, we went into that game and yeah, we were beaten before we before kick off really. Yes. Um and there were two possible reasons for that. One is the tactical idea of let's try and keep a clean sheet, let's try and defend everything and see what we can nick. And of course that should go out the window the second that you, know, you go one nil down, then you've got no you know, you've got to change things. Um the other thing is that those players um and they gave them for a good 80 minutes, I suppose, 70, 80 minutes, they gave Manchester City far too much respect, didn't go for anything. The last, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes of the game, um, you know, there were sort of half chances, there were, we were pushing them, mm. and, you know, yeah. and I, was, I sat there, I had my mum and dad came and stayed a weekend, and mum, my dad and me were watching the, the um, City Villa game on, on the box, and 
you know, Villa sort of, you know, okay, Villa lost in the end, but they brought it back to two all. Yeah. And were very unlucky um, not to get a penalty. And uh, uh, as I say, City went up the other end and, and made it 3 2. But um, from what we saw for most of that game, Villa were, were trying at least to take something to yeah. Manchester City, who are not in the greatest of form themselves. And. And as we showed, we virtually were very similar side to that that beat them at the yeah. bowling. <clears throat> and you, you just thought, well, you know, if we'd done, played like Villa had done the week before, yeah, we might have lost 3-2. But, but, you know, just Villa showed yeah. just what having a little bit of self-belief or actually changing things tactically. Now, whether or not it's the self-belief or whether or not it's the tactic... Um, but either way, if it's the self-belief, then you've got to look at the management. <coughs> Why have these players I heard, not got the self-belief? Yeah. Or if it's the tactic, then you've still got to look at the management. I heard a radio commentary of the City game, and then I got in and watched it on a sort of dodgy feed. So I heard two sets of commentators talking about it, and both said, if West Ham actually gave this a go, they might get something out of this. But they're just, they're, they're yeah. just participating in this match like it's a training game. And we've seen too much like that over the years. Yeah. I think even when we've been playing well, we've gone away from home. The season we finished 10th, we had some very, very dull vanilla performances away from home with Andy Carroll on his own up front, really just jogging <coughs> around to keep yeah. warm and very little attacking. And it is one of the things that you would have hoped. And I mean, there have been phases under his tenure where he has kind of changed this, I think, uh, where you'd hope that Allardyce would make a bit of a difference, fire them up, find ways of, of being awkward and getting under other teams' skins. And, you know, like he used to do with, you know, Bolton was renowned, wasn't he, for, for doing turning over the big mm. teams, you mm. know. Um, and, you know, it was <clears throat> one of the things we used to complain about Zola was that Zola's press conference before any top four team was, was a conference about how good the opposition yeah. were and we would duly turn up and run. I don't think we won one single game against top four teams no. under Zola. So you thought, oh, well, now Allardyce will make that a bit different. Um, and, you know, certainly in the second half of this season, you've, there's been a real feeling of just, you know, resignation. About I've got to say, it felt like... <clears throat> something happened at the weekend at the QPR game. It just it was a little bit of a kind of straw that weakened the camel's back for me. Because, you know, one thing you have is three substitutions. He just used no, one no, of them. He just used one of them to bring Carlton Cole on. You know, we're trying to sort of win that game. I think he was, he was after the clean sheet. He also has this idea that if you keep things the same, the score of the football match will stay the same. There's a really well-known kind of adage used in both business, sport, that you have to keep moving to stand still. He, quite often in games, if, if, if a result is a kind of satisfactory 1-1 or 0-0, he will change nothing. Until something bad happens, and then the changes happen. That 5-1 away at Arsenal, you know, we should have changed up and, and tried to keep it at one all. They banged three or four in. Then he brought our big guns on to rescue a match that we had lost. <clears throat> on the bench on Saturday, in a game against a team in the bottom three, that it would really be good if we could win, because we at that time were 10th, and presumably quite a lot better than them, we had uh, Amalfitano, Poyet, and uh, Nene didn't bring any of them on. No, didn't bring any of them on. No, and they were vulnerable. I mean, they were they were. I mean, we should really have taken. You know, we had some good chances towards towards the end. Um, uh, you know, both sides were. It was a really poor game. Wasn't Terrible. It? it was like watching a League One game. You know, scrappy. Um, you know, really poor passing from both sides. Um, you know, they, they were edgy, weren't they? You could yeah. see they were very, very kind of, sort of like nervous in front of the goal. The, the, the penalty was the obvious, clear example of that. Um, but towards the end, when they were sort of pressing forward, uh, you know, they were leaving space at the back. We were catching them on the break. Yeah. We had a couple of chances, particularly when we got down the right, and there was um, one cut back that uh, Kiati sort of spooned over the yeah. top bar. And yeah. then, an, and then a really poor Jenkinson, who did not have a good game uh, uh, again. Uh, another sort of poor... Um, ball across the six yard mm, box, mm. which he really, you know, should have just squared a bit better. Yeah. And it would have been just a tap in for, for Valencia. Mm, mm. You know, um, there were some, there were some positives. I mean, I, you know, they, um, I, you know, it was good to see um, Burke. Reece Burke, you know, in there and and doing all right. I think he struggled a little bit against Zamora at times. Zamora um, is a clever player. A, yeah, 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 he bullied him a couple yeah. of times, but um, you know, he didn't. 
And there were a few panicky clearances towards the end, but but you know he did all right for a, for a, for a youngster, and that was that was good to see. And um, I still think you know I still think whenever you get Valencia gets on the ball, yeah. there's something about him. And yes, I know the goals good. haven't come this season, but I think we've got to be patient with him. And I'm I'm hopeful that one you know he's, he's had a good run of games in the in the league this season. He knows you know he knows what it's about. He's got the measure of it. I'm hoping he could really come good. I think he's great. I think he's great. Uh, and people criticising him, it's often because of the goals aren't coming. But when we had that spell of seven wins, he was in that team and was vital to that good team and was helping Sarko and our other midfielders to st- score goals. In that spell, Amalfitano was scoring, uh, Chiardi was scoring, Downing scored a couple of times. You know, uh, we scored a lot of goals in that spell. I think the key word there is that you, you mentioned um, Saka and um, yeah, Valencia sort of up alongside or a little bit wide of... Um, that's that's the key, I think, getting those two together. Yeah. Um, and I don't. You know, somebody will have the stat, no doubt, that um, getting those two fit together at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, when Valencia's been fit, Saka's been out, and, and and that. So he's been a very disjointed season for him. He's, and sometimes when they were fit, we went to a four-five-one. Yeah. Valencia on Indeed, the wing yeah. and Saka in the middle on his so own. You've so got to play him in his yeah. right role. And um, as I say, I think. Um, uh, as I say, it's been very disjointed, and, and as I say, you just need a, you, you need that run of of, of um, uh, yeah, a very modest level. I've played the played the game, and you know, if you're playing alongside somebody that um, you, you know quite well, um, it, it, that partnership does that understanding. It, it does. There is an extra dimension, even at the very very low levels of the game that I used to knock a ball about. <laughs> I just um, maybe you know just to. Put a cap on the moaning. I, this clean sheets thing is, I, I just feel like going on a killing spree every time he does it. It's just, it's just becoming crazy. The villa, the, the QPR game, uh, Sam in his post match interviews was, was saying how pleased he was with the clean sheet away from home. Villa, you know, between the last two games, he was saying the problem with the season, the problem with this season and where we are now is not enough clean sheets. Okay, listen to this. Before Christmas, we played 19 games, half a season. Um, we conceded 23 goals. That's not much more or less than most of the other sort of teams at that time in the season. 23 goals. It's like uh, 1.2 per game. That's what that is. Okay, we got 31 points. 19 games, 31 points. 1.63 points per game. In that 19 games, four clean sheets. We've played 15 games in our shitty, shitty, shitty run since Christmas. Four clean sheets. Four clean sheets. It's fine. It's fine. 19 goals against. So probably, that you know, at the end of the season, we might have conceded about 23 again, like we did before Christmas. Trouble is, 13 points. That's 0.86 per game. That's relegation form. Here's two more figures that are important. Four clean sheets before the season, four clean sheets after the season. <clears throat> so goals against, fine. Goals against, fine. Goals for in the 19 games before Christmas, 30. Goals for in the 15 games since Christmas, 12. That's, well, that's 30 good. goals before Christmas. <coughs> it's not, it's not clean sheets, Allardyce. It's, it's the other goals, end, it? you idiot. I'm just <laughs> sick of this clean sheets mania. I'm sick of him babbling on about it all the time. You know, we get as many clean sheets as anyone else. Plus also his statistic from last season of his pride in 14 clean sheets. Well, then how did you lose 20 of those games? With yeah. 14 clean sheets, you managed to lose 20 games over half... Uh, over half the games in the season, you managed to lose. Out of 38 games, you lost 20, and 14 of them were clean sheets. That almost takes an act of idiocy to do that, to get 14 clean sheets and then somehow turn that into 20 losses is an act of the grossest mismanagement I'm able to sum up in my memory. So this clean sheets thing, I'm just kind of sick of it. I'm sick of it. It is is a matter of philosophy. As I say, um, we went to Man City with the... um, uh, As I say, his philosophy is, if you don't concede, you're not going to lose the game. No. Um, 14 clean sheets last season. Now, now, okay, we lost. Aston Villa lost. Aston Villa went up there trying to win the game. Yeah. And, um, you know, with a... um, 
a little bit more luck with the officials, they would have done. Might have done, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, it's well, yeah, and all that's okay <clears throat> if it's if it's if it's bringing us up. People people will tolerate. I mean, it is a results business, as they say, and people will tolerate um, you know that that kind of approach in philosophy if it brings uh, results. The problem is, you know, really kicks in when you get the kind of worst of both worlds, which is you've still got that approach, but it's not actually delivering what it's supposed to That's deliver. Right. Four um, clean sheets last half the season. You would you would look hopefully for something, some attempt to try and kind of kind of deal with that situation, and especially when you have put yourself in a position where you aren't in danger of going down. So there's no, it's risk free at the moment, isn't it? It's risk free. We could experiment. We could we could be trying things out. We could be bringing some some younger players through. Uh, you know. Uh, Downing has been wretched for some time now. He should have been dropped. He should have been dropped. He's not been playing very well. Uh, you know, and and um, you know, other uh, at least give someone like Mavatano, uh, Poyet, people like that, give them a chance. Yeah, uh, you know, it felt it felt at the weekend. I mean, his body language was strange, just wandering around in the technical area with his hands in his pockets. Well, it was, it was invisible first. I could, I, I, yeah. For a moment, in the first time, I thought, oh, actually, is he actually on the bench? And, the, and not making any substitutions was really weird. It was like a kind of absolving himself of sort of any responsibility or participation in the game. It sort of feels like, you know, it just felt like a kind of significant moment to me like is this just now over your your contract's not going to be renewed i think he i think he's feeling that way i think it's, uh, it seems to be heading in that direction it it, it it certainly does i mean although um <laughs> people are going uh, within the club and himself uh, they're going to remarkable lengths to um uh, avoid actually giving any sort of hint that that might be the case i've, I've left the paper in, mm-hmm. in our last uh, destination, but um, in the paper today he was saying that um, uh, he was still making all the noises about talking about next season. That's right. Well, he's and, and, yeah. and he's well, agitating in the press now. He started it, it, to agitate like, well, for a new contract. Yeah, I mean, well, who, who are you trying you know, to hit? He's, I mean, he's, like, kind of, he's kind of got to I mean, what else? What's, what's he yeah, saying? Yeah. What's yes, he supposed of course, to say? Of course, of course. Um, but on the other hand, the evidence is that is not is not of someone who is gearing up you know, for yeah. uh, for a potential European um, uh, adventure and 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 a new season it doesn't it doesn't you don't get you don't get that sense and of course the danger is this this sort of you know uh, uh, kind of dismal kind of form and run you're in becomes like winning becomes a habit this kind of yeah. not yeah, competing yeah. in games not pressing the off you know all the things we were doing so well a lot of the things we were doing well in the first half season it wasn't necessarily all about you know. Um, free-flowing attacking football. We were still quite direct. It's never, we've never been anything other. But what we did is we got in people's faces. We, we, yeah. those, those Liverpool and Man City wins at home were about pressing them and pressing them and pressing mm. them right from the word go early on and maintaining that and yeah. sustaining it. Um, and really taking them on. And we did it. We've done it against, you know, we can do it. They did it against, against Chelsea at home. We played really, really well. We, Man United at home. We have, you know, and that... We've played some good football this season, and we've and we've also worked hard as a team. The work rate and the effort has, has, has tailed off. The confidence seems to have drained away, and the danger is well, that becomes a kind of habit, and that, yeah. that, that you start the, the following season where the other you thing kind is, of left off. Yeah, the other thing is, of course, if you go into a game where you're on the back foot from the start, and we'll take Manchester City yet again as an example. Um, if you if you're starting off in a sort of um, defensive sort of mode, and you know, you go one nil behind to. Uh, I mean, Collins's own goal was. Um, mm. well, well, it was unlucky. Actually, yeah, very unlucky. He's yeah, done was, well this season. He's been good. This yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just funny, really. I mean, it was, there must have been all sorts of resigned laughter at that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But um, the point is, you go one nil down. Um, if you've been spending all that time on the back foot, it's really difficult to actually yeah. Yeah. change your mentality, yeah. change the. the yeah, on but, the pitch. But, you know, we've, not, we've, we've been conceding late goals, and that's all about kind of focus and concentration and maintaining effort, isn't it? And mm. um, we've also been letting teams get at it early. You know, within a minute of the game at Kids QBR, you know, Adrian was having to save a shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, low down. Yeah. You know, they just kind of passed through us. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, Ad- well, I would say, Adrian, to be fair to him, uh, you know, you've got to be exempt from a lot of criticism <laughs> yeah, yes, because yeah. he has been outstanding this yeah, season. And, 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 you know, 
Uh, it was a great save in the second half, I thought. Um, yeah. Um, and the, the, the penalty wasn't a very good penalty, but, no. you know, that little... I just like his attitude, I like the cockiness, yeah. I like the kind of way he goes up to Charlie Austin. Sikes him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's I'm just, thinking it's back just to the, such a character. Yeah. Thinking back to yeah. the Everton Cup game and all that, which yeah. is marvellous. Yeah. Um, uh, so we did, we, we did get to meet him last year. Um, we had the Knees Up Mother Brown Awards. And yeah. Uh, we managed to um, blag ourselves into the ground... Mm-hmm. And they had their last training session actually at the bowling um, yeah. before we went away to Manchester City, funnily enough. And um, uh, we presented various awards, and Adrian got the best um, signing, best new signing award. Yeah. And um, you know, no disrespect to any of the other players there, but I mean, we gave the, um, the Hammer of the Year award to Mark Noble. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Mark, bless him, has obviously had some. Um, a little bit of, um, sort of media training. He said all the right things. Yeah. You know, this means a lot because it comes from the fans, all that sort of thing. But it's clearly he's been told that's the sort of thing yeah, you have yeah. to say. Um, Adrian, bless him, when we actually gave him his award, was was incredulous. He was dead chuffed. He mm. literally, genuinely was touched by the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, really, for me, sort of. Thing. And, uh, um, you know, yeah, it was it was he's a sort of emotional yeah. guy. He's yeah. a Latin. Yeah, yeah. kicks yeah. every and, ball. Um, yeah. You know, loves it. Loves winning. I, I, I still have my signed can of San Miguel. Um, oh, <laughs> what, what he did was um, before the Tottenham game towards the end of last season, um, he said to the press that um, uh, if we beat Tottenham in this, this um, last home game of the season, I think it was, wasn't it? If we beat Spurs, um, I'll buy you all some San Miguel because obviously that's his part of his full mm. name. And when we turned up on this, this day to do this presentation, there were crates of San Miguel all over the place. And we were just told, help yourself. So I grabbed a few and I got him to sign one. So I got Adrian 13. Brilliant. And that's excellent. But, but yeah, he's, 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 he's a genuinely nice guy. And uh, Press conferences when we had that player, Tony Absinthe. Uh, they, 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 went, they went horribly wrong. Do you remember that defender we had, Mike Heroin? He was great. Eddie yeah. Turps. Um, uh, but one piece of news was the uh, uh, one piece of news, uh, news that, that really caught the public eye was about the ticket pricing in the new stadium. Yes. And, uh, you know, while... Um, a kind of cursory glance at the news story implied that our lowest season ticket price was going to uh, plummet enormously. That's not quite true. What they're doing is introducing a new band, yes. band five, and yes. that's the cheap one. But, you know, never Well, the others have come down as well. Yeah, well, the others have come down a bit. Yeah. The, uh, the top ones come down from 940 to 900. Uh, uh, and the, the price um, lowerings, price drops increase percentage-wise. Uh, we're in the cheap seats we're, because we're, we're men of the people the cheap, and ours drops yeah. 23%. Yes. Although my sense, my, my, I, I'm, I'm prejudging this because obviously there are going to be these appointments at the place where you go and view your virtual seat, you know, virtual reality and whatnot. Um, but my suspicion is sort of looking at the, I think the new sort of band three price is coming down yeah. to around about what we pay That's now. what they're encouraging you and to do, isn't it? Well, and my feeling yeah. is probably to get anything like the sort of yeah. equivalent view that you get where we are now, you're probably yes. going to have to upgrade. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to be miles yes. away. It's a sort of a strange force economy, isn't it? That, yeah. that occurred to me as well, is that the, yeah. the percentage that ours is down, if we actually play, paid the original price, yes, as you've said, it would probably be roughly the price of the next um, band. There was an odd thing on the Facebook where somebody who, had, who has actually is obviously in band one or whatever be, had, had been to his interview and had come away very very positive yeah. and said oh, I was absolutely blown right. away yeah, by yeah, it yeah. Um, and then he did post he posted a kind of sort of screen grab or something or an image of of the view from his seat and I thought Oh, that doesn't look very good. Yeah, it looks miles yeah, away, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, looks yeah. like you're near the back of a really shallow yeah. bank of bank mm-hmm. of seats. I mean, I think that's another another factor. That, that that stadium was designed with this really kind of shallow rake, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, in, uh, and well, it, you know, it needs we to all be know shallow. football. You want you want a you has you know athletic stadiums are like that, but football mm. you want if yeah. you can a kind of steeper rake so yeah. that you're you're, on you're top closer to the action. Top of, and yeah, we're not like St James's Park. That. It's well, not going to be like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting vertigo just thinking about <laughs> yeah, that. Again. Yeah, yeah, well, that's too steep. Really. <laughs> yeah. It's looking like looking at a football match <laughs> down the bottom of a oh, well. Yeah, there there is a good reason for it. To be fair, Newcastle. If you look at Newcastle, it's very lopsided. There's one one end of behind one end and 
down one side are very, very high, and the other two um, mm-hmm. ends are quite low. But the reason for that is there are um, kind of Regency Terrace buildings behind those, mm-hmm. and um, they're, they're simply the planning won't allow them to, well, to, to, no, to build them. Yeah. So they've had to go sort of very lopsided on yes, it. Um, yeah. But um, it's it's yeah, so, so architecture it, news there. Yeah, <laughs> still, still sticking the away fans up like that has affected the atmosphere at the ground. I yeah, think. I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, you know it, it, it swings and roundabouts. I, I'm I'm glad for a piece of kind of news reporting that puts us in a good light. It's funny the spin that kind of uh, opposing fans put on it was you know yes. the same yes. fans that will moan about their <laughs> money grabbing yeah. owners and go how expensive their tickets are. Then when we put our ticket prices down, they go oh that stupid West Ham can't even give their tickets away. Yeah, you yes, know, it's yes. like, wow. Yeah, you know. I mean, we're in a, we're in a fortunate yeah. position. That I mean, it's a it's a good PR thing because um, uh, obviously it's using the um, the multi-zillion TV deal um, to to, yeah. to good effect so, as, from our point of view. But there was a piece but, of um, yeah. the, the the thing is that you know if we weren't moving, we we almost certainly wouldn't be doing anything of the sort no, that's because right. um, uh, no, the reason being is that we're not out of debt until we flog the bowling ground. Yeah. Once that's yeah. gone. Um, I, I then, mean, then obviously it's now it's all income, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's also the fact that they're presumably going to make a lot more from um, sort of the corporate yeah. side of things. You know, uh, surely there are a lot more kind of corporates. You know, the, the income yeah, from that yeah, that yeah, style of, of well, of in fact, fans. it's sort of reflected in the fact that the top prices haven't gone down very much because no. it, because uh, you know there is obviously a kind of an ethos that for wealthy people they'll just pay that amount of money anyway, and the, the people that are undecided are people with less money, so yeah. they've made the bigger drop in the lower... Yeah. and lower the, the, the under-16 ticket's very cheap, isn't it? 99 quid, Is that yeah. at all levels, at all bands? I if don't you go with think it is, yeah. Is I think, it? I think if you sure go is, with yeah. an app, presumably if you're with a, yeah. Yeah. somebody who's buying And an they also have this £757, is it, family ticket, which is... Yes, yes. Is that mum, yes. dad and two kids or something yes. like that? Which, yes, uh, again, is a good idea, good idea. You know, fair play, you can't really knock that, can you? piece of uh, writing today in the press that someone sent a link to on the uh, Hammer Group page that, that sort of invoked the German model and said, you know, this is a good, this is a good pres- precedent that Gold Sullivan and Brady are, are kind of following, that, that the, so a lot of the stadiums in Germany have kind of state subsidy uh, and that that's why they can drop... A lot of municipally owned in the first yeah, place. So no, that's, yeah, so that yeah, allows yeah, them yeah. to make the, but, know, I mean, the even, football more even affordable. Then, even then, the financial gulf between Bayern and the rest of yeah. the Bundesliga no, is just, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, um, you've got a one-horse race instead of a two- or three-horse race out there, I suppose. Let's, uh, let's finish up on this. Uh, you know, on the Facebook page, you get your kind of uh, sort of category posts where people go, you know, players that played twice for the club, players that oh, yeah. did this for the club. And uh, Tony Dermott Martin said, uh, is there any other West Ham player worse than Marco Bugas. Now, worser means worse than worse. Is that uh, okay. Worser is, is a word meaning worse than worse. Than worse. So is there a um, player than Marco Bugas? Um, John Keane re- replied, Bugas wasn't shit. He was, most people who say that never saw him or believe in all the caravan story which an ex-West Ham employee admits he made up. I never saw him, actually. I don't think I was going much that season. It was sort of 90... Well, I, think, I, I, was saw, a, I saw his first few minutes. On, he came on as a substitute. Got sent off. Um, yeah, he came on as a substitute in that game. And it, it, no, no, he got sent off at Old Trafford, didn't he? But it was his, was his second game. Um, uh, he came on, he'd come on as a substitute... Yes. Um, we're talking, what year was in, that? Was it 95? Centenary kit. He yeah, certainly, in that case, it must be 95. Um, yeah. yeah, in which case, yeah, it was sort of, um, <laughs> for personal reasons, it was a day I remember very well. But um, um, he came on for, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes trying to say we, we were playing Leeds, weren't we? And we went in 1-0 um, uh, up at half-time. And um, I they announced over the, <laughs> the tannoy, yeah, um, Aston Villa were beating Man United 3-0, and I said to the guy next to me, oh, can this day get any better? And um, it, 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 we ended up losing. And, um, was that when Danny... Was Danny Williamson? Danny and Williamson. Danny Williamson. I think he the scored the goal. Half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Bugas came on and didn't really do much in the, the 15, no. 20 minutes he got. And then he came on... Because um, at the beginning of the season, you always used to get um, a game at home on the Saturday. There was always a midweek game almost immediately after. Yeah. And then um, you'd get back to the normal sort of home and away sort of thing. And we were away at Man United midweek. And he came on and I think he... 
I can't remember, he kicked up in the air within about five minutes of getting on, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yes, it did. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was probably never seen again. Didn't I mean, see yeah, much yeah, the caravan story wasn't a, it wasn't made up as something. It was a sort of a, a throwaway remark of um, um, the chap who used to do the um, arrange the travel for players. And somebody said, "Where's Boog? Yeah, how did Boogers get to? Where's Boogers? I think, I think he's gone to Holland. He might have gone in a caravan, for all I know." And it kind of stuck and, yeah. and gained currency, even though it was a complete load of rubbish. It's the one, isn't it? Bad players, because you know, often, often these are people who don't, you know, didn't really. Well, we're about to go anyway. through a massive raft of them, so I, I thought what we could do is very quickly pass judgment on Luke because it unleashed. A torrent of replies. <laughs> it always does that. So, oh, right, okay. If I had a Exeter, pound for every time that come Stuart up. Stuart Exeter up comes in uh, very quickly. Pogatetz was shocking. He was poor for us. Quite poor, wasn't he? I don't he? think yeah, he's yeah. a bad footballer in terms of his overall career. But no, yeah, he was poor Scott Koschel says Alan McKnight. Now, that's a quite a kind of received wisdom that Alan McKnight was very bad because he, the nightmare doesn't help. The, the nightmare, he had his, he had his moments. He's a lovely yeah. bloke, by the way, yeah, so you get to meet yeah, him. Yeah. But, um, he, he didn't do very well. On, on, on that, his own admission, no, um, no, his time well. with us he was not his finest hour. shockers. There's a kind of, I think there's a sort of a, just this bizarre received wisdom thing. Roger Johnson. Really? Uh, why? But yeah, why? Never... Never let us down. Never uh, let us down. No. No, we've had a lot worse centre-halves yeah. than him. Yeah. Never gave any yeah. indication of being bad. It was the kind of story that came with him, yeah. with the alcoholism. Yeah. Uh, and also he played in... Probably the five nil and the six nil. Yeah, didn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, where yeah, you know yeah. he had, was playing with um, some eleven. No, 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 Roger Johnson. Not yeah, in that no, one. No, no. no, Savio didn't really see enough. Didn't really see him. Saw him in a game at, at Arsenal. Um, he came on a sub and he went running around and putting himself about. Yeah, and I thought, oh, he's done some promise here, and then yeah. that was it. He wasn't <laughs> very well, was he? I think yeah. he liked Boogers. Paul Markwell uh, comes in with two. Mike Marsh, Maiga. I'm not having Mike Marsh. No, it's weird, no isn't it? No way. Yeah. Perfectly serviceable can't, footballer. Can't, can't, yeah. Right, I hope he was married to. Yeah. Yeah. Both <laughs> of them scored at White Hart Lane. So that, yes, you probably, know, yeah. they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not, certainly not going to be in the, in the, uh, the real, you no. know, de depths of the barrel, those two. I mean, Maiga wasn't great. I slightly stand up for Maiga because I think he was played out of position a lot. But yeah, I think um, Sacco is the player that Maiga could have been yes. given the same sort of break. Yes, really, so, had yeah. a good finish on him. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Rob Zankan says Mido, and I think he's right. Yep, no problem uh, yeah, Mido was awful for us. For, yeah. for a four-letter name, it's, it's, it comes up and it's uh, misspelt very frequently. <laughs> Rob Zankan spells it correctly. Uh, Don Beretta comes in with Gary Breen. Yeah, you've got to go with yeah, that, Gary, uh, Gary Breen. The yeah, Don won't let you down. Don wouldn't let it. Paul Markwell comes in with David Kelly. Um, I think that's harsh that's again. Harsh, he yeah. had some... He was, you know, obviously played in a relegation team. Um, yeah. He was a bit of a kind of great great white hope, wasn't he, when he, when yeah. he came... Um, you know, we hoped he was going to be another sort of Alan Taylor figure coming yeah. up from lower leagues yeah. and... I just felt the pressure of sort of coming and playing in top divisions got to him a little bit, but he, he, yeah, he scored some goals mm -hmm. and uh, he went on to be you know pretty good for was it Newcastle wasn't it? Uh, to, to, but everywhere to, else he went after yeah, us. Yeah, everywhere else he went. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm not going to say no. He's not in. He's not. He's not no. among the worst. No. Uh, for, now Andy for me. Wilkinson. Andy Wilkinson comes in with three here. Uh, all strikers. Lee Chapman. Woeful, he I was say. pretty yeah. poor. Woeful, yeah, woeful. yeah. Uh, Mike yeah. Mule, very short time with us, but bad. yeah, not yet. Bad, bad, bad for bad. us. Yeah. Benny McCarthy, bad. bad. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can still trump all these. Of those three, <laughs> Lee Chapman's the one you'd, you. If you had to have mm -hmm. one of them out of those three, you'd have Lee Chapman. Okay, here's a straight jacket time. Alex Grant comes in with Robert Green, worst keeper we've ever had. Oh, for goodness sake. It's probably not even say. worth discussing, is it? No. Uh, Tony Alvin says, Dowie wasn't great, but I still loved him. Yeah. And I think that's, that's fine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. 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 Titi Camera. Tony Alvin comes in with Titi Camera. He was well. terrible. 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 Yeah, terrible. Uh, uh, Andy Wilkinson, having got a 100% record with us, Chapman, Newell, McCarthy, comes in with Kieran Dyer. Well, that's interesting because he didn't do at all well for us, but 
objectively was a very good footballer. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's a difficult one, that. Most yeah. of his time injured as well, yeah. wasn't he? I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Radford, uh, stri- crap strikers, or strikers who've yeah. been crap for us from our. <laughs> Radford is well ahead of Sue. Yeah. I was going to say, um, John, yes. John Radford, yeah. I think, trumps yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 Played up yeah. what, a season and a bit for us. Yeah. Yeah. Never looked like scoring, never no. looked interested in no. scoring. Went to Blackburn, scored in his debut. Yes. That says it all, really, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Ex-Arsenal, we, you know, we, yeah. uh, we go... We're not a bad record with ex-Arsenal. Yeah, Hartson, no. obviously. Wrighty was good for us. Yes. Uh, yes. Brady yes. was good for us. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we haven't done bad from Arsenal. Suka was... Uh, well, he know, did, was, uh, Brady didn't come directly to us from Arsenal. Sampdoria, wasn't he? Um, he came oh, from Italy. Right. He, he came to us from Italy. He came from Italy and... You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. Watching Brady yeah. play, play for us, there were all sorts of little niggly... Um, things that, that you'd, you'd never seen him, seen him do for Arsenal that he picked up in Italy. Right. Uh, little shirt tugs, little sort of clipping the back of people's yeah. heels. You thought, yeah. yeah, you've been to Italy, mate, haven't you? Yeah. He was good yeah. at us. Yeah. Though, good yeah. player, yeah. He was, good he was great, yeah. Uh, Mike Small. Well, uh, an enigma, really. <laughs> Historically recorded as bad, but... Yes, yes. Despite uh, that, still got a few goals, didn't he? 13 goals before Christmas. The first half season, yeah. he was terrific. 13 Scored goals before Christmas. a goal against Arsenal, so I think, and It's difficult to... You know, you, 13 goals in half a season. Yeah, he you was terrible You can't call that, that a bad player. No, 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 no. But he was a sort of a bad player. Yes. Paul Markwell comes in with Andy Impey, and he's wrong. Uh, yeah, he's wrong yeah, about he's wrong. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. John Keane comes in with Gary Charles. Yes, he was terrible. Yeah. He was terrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, here's a run. Here's a run. Steve Gould comes in with Gary O'Neill. And he's wrong. No, no not having O'Neill. Not having O'Neill. No, 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 no. Uh, Ian Ipanema Cooper, who has a, a strange <laughs> cultural mix of names, uh, comes in with Samasi Abu. And no, he's wrong. No, yeah, he's wrong. wrong not, not a great player, but, but yeah. yeah. Um, the, Accidentally the, entertaining, wasn't the, it? The 5 0 <laughs> when we beat Bradford. Mm. He is full of. Uh, maybe yeah, it's not Brad Bradford. Uh, we beat a team 5 0 and he played. And the, he's doing back heels, flicks, yeah. stuff oh, that no, people do had, now. No, no, and him. he scores like in, he scores a couple of goals. No, in he, that was game. A cult, he was a cult. It's hero. either Burnley or Bradford. Not can I have. He was kept out a lot as well because if Hartson and Kitson were fit, a boot in the had malaria, bizarrely, as well, didn't he? Gareth Demmer comes in with Matt Jarvis. Well, it's just hard to disagree with that for me. Never seen him play? No, never seen him play. Sorry, he's last seen going missing somewhere. AJ Hammers, whose surname is the name of the club. Uh, oh no, AJ Hammers Howe. AJ AJ Howe, and his middle name is Hammers. Uh, comes in with Ilan, Upson, Solano, and Davenport. Now I disagree with a lot of that. Uh, Upson was the worst captain we've yeah. had. One, yeah. one of the worst captains. He was so we've bad had. a captain, everybody said but Scott Parker, have, West Ham captain. Yes. <laughs> people have forgotten that for a, for a while. You know, he, he had one good. really good season for us. Yes. Uh, I'm afraid as a centre half. The Kirby's so one. You can't the Kirby's tenth place yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the heading goal really against good. Man United. That yes, he was really good. Um, what were the others? Ilan. Ilan. Yeah, it was, it was one wow. of those sort of short term loan well, things. Well, the diving header at Everton. Header yeah. at Everton. We yeah. barely yeah. saw him, though, did but, we? Yeah. yeah. Davenport in his first no, goal was uh, very good. Da- Davenport was, was, I mean, it was a sad story, etc. Yeah. And, um, but. Championship, he was good. Yeah. Because yeah. he filtered right. through had a lot potential. of centre. He was a footballing centre half. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Play football. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not having Davenport. Yeah. And he had a couple of good games in his uh, second spell as well. No, he was sure. he was pissed off to be dropped, wasn't he, Davenport? Yeah. He, yeah. Got he had a dropped. real big yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he had a fantastic game. Was that under yeah. Zola? Um, it could have been Grant or Zola. Yeah. But he had a fantastic game and was unceremoniously dumped for the next right. one. Mm. Um when presumably Matthew Upson was given a <laughs> yeah. start. So did I hear you right? Has he got Nobby down there? Yeah, Nobby Solano. No. 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 Rubbish. Uh, there's a couple of silly ones. I may jump through these. Uh, Kovac. And yeah. Andy Fenton oh, says Kovac. Kovac. Why the hell, having had him on loan and seen how bad he was on loan, we when we didn't him, have yes. to take him, why yes. did we then sign See, him? See, I don't think, I, I, uh, I don't, for the first time, I've disagreed, but I don't think uh, Kovac was as bad as a lot of people. No, I was. don't think he was either. I'm sorry, I'm struggling to think of anything that, no. Scored, no, once or twice, scored fantastic a fantastic long range, long range shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, uh, um, 
Ray Atterveld. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he was terrible. Yeah. He was on like, he was came from Everton, loner. didn't he? Was yeah. he on, on loan from Everton? Yeah, yeah. He, was. he was. He Well, he wasn't bothered, was he? Um, and I don't remember Bertie Lutton. I, I remember Bertie he, he, Lutton, he, he, who's Tom Blewett. He played more games for Northern Ireland than he did for us. Yes, yeah. I don't so remember He didn't him. play much. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, Boa Morte, not having no, that. No, not having that. That's rubbish. Neil Orr. No, he was part of the 85-86 season. He was. did surprisingly well at times. He was. He, he sort of um, he alternated a bit with I think, um, Jeff I think people, Pike, didn't yeah, he, I, mean, I think people are sort of... We're now getting into the territory where um, what Eric Cantona used to sort of call that the water carriers are being, yes. are being sort of berated for not being Brooking or Devonshire, aren't well, we? I mean, yeah. it's... it's yeah. No, I'm not, not We've even... We've had quite a few boys uh, yeah. of 86 on this yeah. podcast and a couple yeah. of them have slightly made cheeky yeah. little jokes about... Yeah, they've about made jokes about it, Neil Orr's, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. lack yeah. of yeah. flair. Well, that's perhaps, true. Yeah. You know, that's and that's, true. Yeah, as I say, I mean, that, that team finished third and he played a hell of yeah. a lot of games yeah. in it. So, yeah, you know... I mean, you know, Jeff Pike used to get... Yes. Same sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. there, there are, there's somebody on the, the website has, has actually got their name um, taken from a, uh, an insult held at Pike where I think it might have been Brooking, a very rarely misplaced ball from Brooking um, sailed over Jeff Pike's head into touch. And rather than blame Brooking for um, not being, not, not for the delivery, somebody shouted out at Pike, Grow Pike, yeah, like it was Pike's fault for being only five foot something instead of six foot yes. something, and and yeah, that's the sort of thing you get. But no, yeah, yeah, Ian Dowie, and we had him. Um, no. Uh, no, 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 no. 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 I'm going to chuck in. Well, my, names that we've not heard that I would chuck in the mix. Mm. Gary Strodder. I'd chuck him in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Strodder as, yes. as one of the worst centre halves I've mm. seen at, at uh, West Ham. Um, and um, again, in the category of obviously had been a good player in his time, but was woeful for us, Rigobert's song. Yes, yes. Uh, wretched. Mm. Well, uh, yes. Um, sometimes these categories have kind of pick a West Ham 11. So that suggests positions, because obviously, yes. uh, for me, Repka, anywhere near the central defence of an East London-based football team is a disaster. Yeah, but he could, he could, you, you, you could have it, him at right. It was all right. So okay. I'm going like to, yeah, slightly disagree because all right um, right there was a spell where he went from I think it was October right the way through to March where he didn't actually pick up a booking, and uh, but he'd had some sort of psychologist. <laughs> yeah, he actually yeah, he went one have, season. He, he went through from October. He to must March. have been having <laughs> mindfulness uh, classes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. As I yeah. say, so um, you know, on his day, no. No, yeah. I have not, arguments with other getting, people on Repka. Not, not defending getting booked him. doesn't mean you're <laughs> but, a good but, footballer. But, but, no, sure, sure. But Matt the Jarvis thing is, probably doesn't the get thing is that, that people will slay Repka for his disciplinary record. Yes, yes, and, yes, yeah. yes. And, and saying, well, you know, when he was actually that spell, he was actually playing very well. And he went, yeah, yeah six months or whatever it is. Well, yeah. And, mm, um, yeah so he could do it. Mm, uh, but um, you, you would yeah. probably go with Nightmare in Goal, but for a one-off really, you know, kind of shocker, Sassi who is next on this list? Way ahead of you. <laughs> Nigel Khan says that the sh- next on this list is right Sasa Illis. Who yeah. are we playing? Charlton. Oh, no, he was... He was from Charlton. Yeah. Uh, That's why I've got Charlton oh, in my head. Who did we play? Uh... Disastrous one-off performance. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. It was, it was, awful. It was, it was like awful. a competition winner, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, he was. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and he comes second, and the other guy wasn't available. Yeah. Uh, this, the, now, this thread had been going for a long time before uh, our friend Philip Pitt uh, chipped in with... Uh, he came in with Mike Small again. Uh, we talked about yeah. him. Mitchell Thomas, he said. Uh, just, he was just there, wasn't he? It wasn't he? very he was good. Very, very good. Uh, good. It wasn't very good. I'm but not sure how awful he no. was, really. I think he... Does, doesn't he get bonus points, though, for I mean, um, feigning a hamstring injury so McAvenny could yeah. come on and get his last hat-trick that, that yes. day? I think it was him, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So I think, we, we, I think he gets yes. forgiven yes. for that. Yes. If, we, yes. if we're talking full-backs, we, had some, we were talking about the, um, the kind of revolving door of the early Pardew yeah. uh, days. Wayne Quinn. Robbie Stockdale. Anyone remember Robbie Stockdale? Wayne Quinn, who we had on the Worse than Mitchell Thomas, surely. Uh, uh, (laughs) Philip Pitt pulls a stroke of genius after almost 100 posts. Nigel Quasi. Oh, well. (laughs) I suppose he's been the one that's almost like gone without saying. (laughs) You know know what? (laughs) When they find Matt Jarvis, they're going to find him with Nigel Quasi. Yes, maybe Nigel Quasi has possibly abducted him. (laughs) Yes, yes. Keith Rowland, says Gavin Bell. No. No. He's wrong. He's wrong. Absolutely wrong. Uh, Bob sometimes says, uh, I thought Paul Hilton was one of the 
I'm always mm. going to defend Hilts because yeah. on the strength of one game, which would have been um, oh somewhere about 80, uh, 86, I think bef- the year before, I think we had the marvellous um, season. Yeah. And we were in dire trouble and we had to play Chelsea um, on, I think it was Easter Bank Holiday Monday. And he had the, he scored one. He had Kerry Dixon in his pocket. He had a storming game. Yeah. And um, yes, he, uh, I, I'll forgive him everything for no, that one game because he was, he was out of this he world was, that day. He was bad a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think with when you had him and Strodder, oh the yeah, side, I mean, frightening. you really did. Worry. It's the old thing, isn't it? Yeah, you beat someone ten 0 Let's sign the centre half. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, you're right. He occasionally had a good game. Yeah, I, I, as I say, I'm willing that that. Mm. Easter Bank Holiday Monday, um, mm. I will forgive him any sins he did mm. purely for that game because he was out of this world. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you uh, a, an actual exchange uh, that sort of tops <laughs> the thread off, or at least did at the point I left the okay. house. Okay. James Spain. James Spain. James Spain. Andy oh. Carroll and Colton Cole. Okay. So, Alan F. Gag, uh, who, who yeah, has been yeah, with the group yeah, for a long yeah, time, yeah, replies yeah. immediately, saying, if you think either of them are among the worst we have seen at Upton well, Park, James, you really are new. Uh, James <laughs> good, Spain, been a Hammers fan since 75. Those two are a complete waste of space. Okay. This is very, people have some very eccentric takes on, on the game, Extraordinary. Don't they? Yeah. Extraordinary. Um, so we might, uh, we should probably wrap this up, really. Now. Yeah, we've, uh, we've got, uh, who have we got at the weekend? Oh, yes, now, uh, yes, uh, Gordon, you've got something you wanted to mention. Yeah, this is yeah. a bit of a shameless plug, but it's kind of close to my heart a little bit. Yeah. Um, about ten years ago, I played in a, a, a football tournament at the bowling, and um, one of the finest days of my life. Uh, it was uh, in so the Intertoto Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the way things are going, we, we could all be playing Europa League the, the, the pre, pre-season games. But, um, there's a, a football tournament coming up, um, and it's going to be the last one of its kind held in aid of the Down Syndrome Association, which um, for those people, some people know me, I've, my youngest brother, Jeff, named after Mr Hurst, mm-hmm. is, uh, has Down Syndrome yep. and comes to me at the football match a couple of times a year. Um, this tournament's happening on the 6th of June and um, you basically just get a bunch of mates together and you can turn out and play at the bowling. And it's a great laugh um, and it's you know, wonderful to be able to say that I've actually done that. And so. That's Matt Jarvis all for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if you want to meet yeah. Matt Jarvis, yeah, then... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. If, if I can just be a pain in the neck and um, shameless plug, if I can give you the, the, the details. If you go mm-hmm. to the Down Syndrome Association, which is, I think, www.com.au, um, Downs-syndrome.org, I think it is. Um, look up events in there, and you find the Danny Mardell Knockout Challenge. Um, it's got full details of how to submit a team. And, um, yeah, if you fancy it, it's, I can heartily recommend it. I'm even thinking about trying to get a few old codgers with bad backs like myself to, to, do it one la- to do it one last time. Because, let's face it, after this season, you ain't going to get a chance no. to play there anymore. Last yeah. season and, of the bowling, um, yeah. form a team it's, and play football... At the bowling. Yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah do, do it. it. So, do it. We're going to do it. I'm <laughs> We're going to form <laughs> no, you, I, I, you, I, I, you, I, you get a pint and a, something to eat thrown in, and mm. um, at the end pint of the of day... Pint of Lucasade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a power bar. Uh, yeah, well, painkillers in my case. <laughs> yeah. but, um, and as I say, you get a medal presented for actually having turned up and played. I mean, like the time, time I did it, uh, people had never met, <laughs> played football before. We managed to somehow scrape through at the semi-final, more by luck than judgment. And um, the, the, I turned up and some of the Internet Hammers team, were, oh, they, yes. they'd entered a couple of teams as well, and I was playing for a different side. Now, they're a virtual team, like in Tron. Um, Is that, are, they, are they like <laughs> yeah, the Internet they, Hammers? They're virtually they... very good. They keep winning games. Um, mm-hmm. But um, as I turned up, somebody said to me, um, hey, we've got some good, no- good news for you, Naomi. He said, your opposition goalkeeper in your first game is older and fatter than you are. And I thought, well, oh. OK, this will be good. And uh, then I turned out it was Neville Southall. Ah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Who, um, uh, was he good? He saved all my shots, so, right. uh, but that, that's well, not necessarily the same yes. thing. <laughs> but, um, no, he, he was very good and came across. He said, oh, he said, you, you got a few saves out of me there. And he was taking a few liberties with the word save, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go with that myself. But, um, so... 
go to that former team that play former team, at the bowling raise a few bob, raise a few bob for mm. what is uh, an excellent, excellent cause as i say okay i'm biased but <laughs> you might um, score the last goal at the bowling yeah, you could well in june do. yeah yeah june. in june you might score the last goal at you the bowling you might have to dodge a few bulldozers but yeah no but it's actually this summer not next summer so yeah i hope it's not the last goal at bowling yeah yeah i it's not the last goal at bowling i'm getting my years we will be last goal at bowling before yeah, loads more. Of scored. Loads more <laughs> scored there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, Sorry we'll about be that. Taking I, this clean sheet thing a little bit too far, weren't we? Too excited about the Olympic Stadium. I'm good to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, suffered that David Cameron brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a brain fade. Brain, brain fade, fade is yeah, what we're yeah. calling it. So um, we should talk very briefly about uh, our predictions for scores for the Birmingham game. Yeah. Uh, we should probably we've we've done uh, two and a half hours now, so we should probably <laughs> get on with our predictions. Yeah, predictions for the Birmingham game. Okay. Well, I. We ha- we sh- we must win. This. We this, yeah. you know, we really it will be the last draw if we are. So we're going to win this two nil. Two nil. Uh, I'm a little bit more pes- pessimistic, and in the hope that, as usual, I'm completely wrong. I think I'm going for a one all draw. One all draw. That leaves one nil for me. I think we might win it one nil in a really shit game. Yeah, well, I think the shit game is quite yeah, kind it's of going to be a rush. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not predicting yeah, 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 free yeah. flow. Don't stick your neck out, will you? Yeah. <laughs> but Burnley sort of can't score, yeah, can they? Yeah. So hopefully, you know. Uh, Amalfitano and Nene will just turn up in just the clothes they wear in the day because they won't be playing. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame, really. All the teams at the bottom, I think Burnley are the ones I possibly least like to, to go down. I yeah, always enjoy going up there. And it's, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got that manager with the sort of tracky Octomy voice machine. Yeah, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a dog. How tempting is this? Because I, I go to the press conferences. How tempting is it to leave a packet of tunes on the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the by the microphone? Um, I won't. Yes. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I want beer now. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, let's go yeah, awesome. Yeah, okay. uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me have been Gordon Thrall. Thanks for having and me. And Jim Grant. Cheerio. Come on, you irons. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.